With the environment in focus, I'm Tom Pelton. Around the world, humans have wiped out 60% of all mammals, birds, fish, and reptiles since 1970, according to a report by the World Wildlife Foundation. To cite just one example in North America, 70% of shorebird populations have disappeared since 1973, when I was a child strolling on the beach. Modern civilization is wreaking havoc on biodiversity, with our industries, population growth, and pesticides gradually killing off most large forms of life that do not serve humanity or feed off of us. This is frightening, but at the same time, the average lifespan of people around the world has more than doubled since 1900 because of medical improvements, advances in farming technology, and rising incomes. This conflict is sometimes described as the environmentalist's paradox. It is, in a nutshell, that the physical quality of life of humans has improved even as we pillaged and destroyed the planet's natural ecosystems. What to make of this? That destroying the Earth is good for our health? The usual argument made by environmentalists is that our consumption is not sustainable and that all of this will come crashing down someday and kill us. It's a logical and appealing argument, but I don't think it's true. Humans are an incredibly resilient and inventive species, and I suspect we, like our neighbors and co-conspirators, the rats, raccoons, and cockroaches, will live on in some form through almost anything, even climate change or nuclear war. We'll just stay inside and turn up our air conditioners, plant more genetically modified corn, and feed it more chemical fertilizer. In the end, what if it's not about us literally dying? What if it's about humans continuing to exist, perhaps with better physical health and wealth for a very few of us, but surrounded by a terribly degraded and depressing outdoor environment? For me, the issue is, someday we may wake up and realize that we've killed off all the magic in the world. We've snuffed out all the non-human life, the charm and the beauty, and the amazing complex otherness that does not serve us and our economy, and that will never have a dollar value. The monarch butterflies, the songbirds, the starfish, the lightning bugs, all gone. I think in the end, what might save all this life is the realization deep down that most of us as humans don't really have an economic value either. We're increasingly replaced by software and technology like self-driving trucks and self-checkout lanes. Eventually, it will dawn on voters that the people with the most economic value, the billionaires who game the system, are sociopaths and narcissists that you wouldn't want to spend 10 minutes with. Think about all the people you love and really value in your life. Many of them earn little, and yet they mean the world to you because of their smiles and hard times, their humor and charm, perhaps just the fact that they keep on going. In short, you love them for being nothing more than what they are. Their value is like the beauty of a maple leaf that you see in the light of an autumn afternoon and know will soon fall. Someday, people will wake up and realize that the magic we're losing in nature is the same unique, ineffable, unpredictable, and uncontrollable beauty that lies at the heart of all people. And that moment of realization, perhaps triggered by a time of great crisis, will provide a spark of revolution and a moral rebirth. That awakening will allow us all to agree, through the democratic process, on the government and mutual regulation that will save the natural world and our happiness at the same time. With the environment in focus, I'm Tom Pelton of the Environmental Integrity Project, author of The Chesapeake in Focus. This program is sponsored by the Able Foundation. The views expressed are solely my own.